The Pelicans get whipped by the Golden State Warriors on the road on Friday. We're going to take a look at the defense and Jonas Valanciunas, and then we're going to preview tonight's game against the Dallas Mavericks. It's the Monday edition of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans in NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at NOLA Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Monday to kick off a week's worth of podcasting. Whew. Last week ended on a real down note for the Pelicans, getting just blown out by the Golden State Warriors. We'll talk about that game, what went on in there, because there's actually some really interesting takeaways. We'll take a look at the defense, Jonas Valanciunas, and then we'll preview tonight's game on the road, end of a four-game road trip against the Dallas Mavericks. But before we get to all of that, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We are free and available five days a week for you all, bringing down everything you want to know about this team, whether it's the Zion injury news or if this team's just as bad is there one in eight record one in nine record says we'll break it all down here of course at locked on pelicans so let's dive into the game on friday against the golden state warriors because woof that one is a little bit rough the warriors led by at one point as many as 44 the pelicans lose of course 126 85 a game that I think everyone really would like to forget that just like everything that kind of could go wrong did go wrong. And this is really the first game we've seen like this from New Orleans. They've, they're better than the record indicates. Again, there is a good team somewhere in this just under like a layer of crap, smog, fog, whatever you want to call it. They're, they're hiding there. They've been competitive. A lot of their losses have basically been by single digits and they've kind of been right in there with some of them. You know, they're, they're not getting blown out and run out of the building every single night. But this one, they absolutely did. And this one, you just kind of saw a lack of fight in them, particularly in the second half when Golden State got going. And at that point, it was just kind of done. It also is a game without Zion Williamson, without Brandon Ingram. This was his fourth straight game miss. That's not ideal. Um, and it's funny because Herb Jones clears concussion protocol, is getting ready to play, and then hurts his ankle in, in shoot-around, in warm-ups, which has to be the most... Pelicans injury I've I've ever heard of with this team just absolutely insane guy comes back he's been probably like one of the two bright spots this season him and Valanciunas right Herb Jones and then coming back from an injury where his own teammate elbowed him in the face he gets hurt in warm-ups and it's just like come on on can we have a break please but no so the Pelicans go out and just get flat out rolled look Golden State shot really well from three they launched 53s in this one and made 20 of them when they're doing that whether it's Steph Curry going five of 13 Jordan Poole going six of nine I told you he's a bit of a secret weapon right they're gonna nail shots and there's just like nothing that this team was gonna be able to do they don't have the firepower to keep up with this one even on their best nights from their guys. But they didn't get that, right? They shot 25% on threes. They took 44, made just 11 of them. They were 31 of 87 from the field, 36%. It was just 
like an off night from everyone not named Jonas Valanciunas. Valanciunas was good. But again, there's only so much he can do. They weren't going to play him excessive minutes, particularly when this one got out of hand. He played 31 minutes. He scored 20 points, grabbed 15 boards, had four assists. I'm not going to complain about a, a thing that that guy does. You had Devontae Graham be the uh, one of the two other guys in double-digit scoring. 12 points. Okay, whatever. Josh Hart, 10 points on three of five. There's just no offense there. This team's built around Zion Williamson. You at least would think it would be better with Brandon Ingram, but he didn't play in this one. I, I don't know. You know, like, what are they supposed to do here? I, I wish I could kind of get worked up about these losses, but it's kind of just to be expected at this point. Nikhil Alexander-Walker struggled again. He's been struggling, whether that's he's being asked to do too much or he's just not good. He was 3 of 11, 2 of 7 from deep, finished with 8 points on the night. That's not going to get it done. Didn't even shoot 30% from the field. You know, the, who else is supposed to score here? Kyra Lewis Jr., who had been doing some nice things in the past two games, was putrid. 1 of 10 in this one. He finished with 4 turnovers while shooting 1 of 10. Valanciunas had five turnovers in this one. Like, just overmatched, not caring, being sloppy with the ball, and it ends up with a 40-plus point loss. The Pelicans in this one turned it over 18 times. That led to 29 points off the tur- off those turnovers for the Golden State Warriors. Scored 25 of those in fast-break situations. You're going to get just worked when you're giving up those kind of numbers. There, there's just nothing there, man. Like, that, that's, that's really it. Like, Trey Murphy is a guy that you need to set up and without guys to set him up, he's going to go two of nine. Tomas Sadoransky, cool, four, five for nine points. I don't care. Najee Marshall has hit, what, one three, two threes all, all season long. He's been really bad and doesn't look like the guy that we saw in Summer League. It's just a, an absolute mess. No one can score Najee Marshall one three. He's one of 13 on the season. Like, who's supposed to score here? Devontae Graham can do it as kind of a pull-up shooter, spot-up shooter, it's about it, though. He's not creating off the dribble for others, so everyone just has to work exceptionally hard to get some offense, and they don't have guys that are good at that. There's not, you know, kind of guys who can have that can get their own shot here. Or if they do, it's Nikhil who goes three of eleven, and so you lose. Of note in this one, though, Jackson Hayes. When you look at the roster in a forty-plus point loss, everyone played that was healthy to play, except Jackson Hayes. Yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, you kind of see on my face being like, wait, what? That's a little surprising that even in a blowout like that, you wouldn't give one of your young guys some minutes just to, I don't know, go make more mistakes. He's played poorly this year. But there's clearly a message being sent by Willie Green to him. This worked last year with Stan Van Gundy when they benched him for about a month or so. He came back and started looking and gave us all the reason for optimism going into this season. I wonder if they're trying to kind of repeat that, but to not give him any minutes in this one is a little bit surprising. But the Pelicans are lacking right now, and there's no easy answer other than getting Brandon Ingram or Zion Williamson back. Well, we might get Brandon Ingram back sooner rather than later. We'll take a look at that in the third segment when we preview the maps. Zion seems to be a bit away, and it's going to be rough right now. And as I've been saying for a couple of, you know, about a week and a half now, there's no reason to think that this is going to change anytime soon. But this is the first game where they were disappointing to watch in the second half, and you didn't feel that same sort of fight. That's disappointing. Those games are going to happen over an 82-game season, so you're not overly worried about that. And Willie Green definitely has these guys coached up. But still, ooh, it was bad. And on national TV, no less. Those executives who keep putting the pills on there, stop. Like, I, no one wants that. I don't even even want that all right coming up we're going to take a look at the defense again I don't think it's as bad as the numbers 
indicate we're going to talk a little bit about Jonas Valanciunas right now coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Prize Picks. NBA fanatics, have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you guys are going to as well. Prize Picks has the best daily fantasy sports prop game on the market, and Prize Picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only getting a handful of minutes in there so you can use your sports knowledge to really kind of take advantage here so prize picks offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns rebounds points turnovers all of that and anyone who makes a deposit and uses our promo code MBA will receive a 100% instant match up to $100. You deposit hundred bucks in there, you use our promo code MBA, you're going to get another $100. And this is really simple. You pick two to five players and an over under on their projections and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. And it's just you versus the projected numbers. So you're not playing against experts or anyone like that. Prize picks allows mixed sports entries. You can take the over on LeBron combined with the under on Pat Mahomes in the same entry and you get to use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. And entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's really, really easy. PrizePix is safe and they offer fast withdrawals. So don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com. Use promo code MBA or go to your App Store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is also brought to you by DirecTV Stream. If you want to watch the Pelicans and you don't want to pay for cable because, my goodness, that can be expensive... Well, there's only one option to do so legally and without all the hassle of viruses and all of that other stuff, and that's direct TV stream. And look, it's a great way just to get your TV together. You have you know, multiple devices, whether you're using to watch the Pels or streaming TV or watching sports highlights, whatever it might be, movies, all of that, right? All those different things. Now, you can get it all in one place with, the, with direct TV stream. It's going to bring you live TV and on-demand favorites like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no more needing to buy another device ever again, and the best part, no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. Free free, no paywall, anything like that, and available on all platforms, wherever you get your podcasts, and available on YouTube. So please make us your first listen every single day. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast from and on YouTube as well. Leave a five-star review with a comment and tell a friend about the show. And for your second listen, that was a heartbreaking loss for the Saints. Black and gold. Oh, man. Like, is the offense that bad with Trevor Simeon? Because they really, really struggled. I'm going to be tuning in to Ross Jackson of Locked On Saints to make sense of it all because he keeps me informed. He is my first listen every single day. After Locked On Pels, go make him and the Locked On Saints podcast your second listen. All right. We just went over the Pelicans getting completely run out the building, the Chase Center, uh, against the Golden State Warriors on Friday. Again, their numbers look bad right when you look at the surface of this their offense struggles 25th in the league their defense also looks just as bad they're ranked 29th in the league but I actually think their defense is a little sorry 28th in the league I actually think their defense is better than what the numbers say and it's kind of compounded by the offense and I've been saying this for a little while and I'm going to say it here again because once the offense starts to kind of figure itself out it 
if it does, which it should with Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson coming back, I do think you're going to see the defense kind of like fly up the defensive ranking list here. They're undone by two things, right? First and foremost, it's their offense and turning the freaking ball over. They turn the ball over on 17% of their possessions. That's 26th worst in the league. So they're the fourth worst when it comes to this. That's a lot of turnovers. And because the Pelicans are so undermanned and they're live ball turnovers, right? It's not a turnover that goes out of bounds. The defense runs back, gets set, and then the other team inbounds the ball. And now you're going against a set defense. This The, the opponent gets to run. Live ball turnovers, sloppy passes, just stupid things they shouldn't be doing that a team looks like they, you know, just bad. And it leads to fast break opportunities for opponents. And when you look at the Pelicans, opponents are scoring in the fast break at the second worst clip in the league. 17 points per game in fast break opportunities for Pelicans opponents. Your defense is going to suck if that's what you're doing. Only the Houston Rockets are worse at 18.6. Washington Wizards, by comparison, who are good at transition defense, 8.2. There's a difference about 9 points per game right there. If New Orleans can cut this down, and it's only going to come from turnovers. This is not them being bad at transition defense. This is simply there's just so many opportunities to run and get out against this team that it's going to tank their ranking. It's going to tank the defense, and you're just giving easy opportunities, and then it kind of compounds on itself. So on offense, you have an empty possession. You don't score anything, and then you turn the ball over, and you give the opponent a high-efficiency look, something that they're going to score like 60% of the time on because you turned it over. Not only are you you losing points, but you're basically giving exactly two points, more or less, to the opponent. Whew, that compounds really quickly, right? It's not like you scored two, they scored two, and cool, things are even. You turn the ball over, it's zero for you. It leads to two for the opponent, playing the Pelicans. You know, points off turnovers are bad, but again, these two are kind of related things. Pelicans are 25th, so sixth worst in the league here. Opponents are scoring almost 20 points per game, 19 and a half off of turnovers for this team. You can't just keep gifting opponents like that. That's a 20-point swing for New Orleans, right? Points off turnovers, 19 and a half, 20 points. That's 20 points opponents are scoring after New Orleans failed to score. Yeah, you're going to get beat if that's the case against the pelicans on friday you saw 29 points off turnovers 25 points in the fast break for golden state there's nothing you can do and it's not going to stop till the pelicans stop turning the ball over and maybe that comes with a more cohesive offense with brandon ingram back in there with zion williamson back in there who doesn't turn it over a ton and at least when zion turns it over it's it's usually at the rim where there's at least more distance and kind of players in the way to try and lead a fast break than some of these perimeter turnovers that we're seeing from the guards and other guys make it's rough right now i'm not going to try and sugarcoat it but a guy who is just kind of a happy note is Jonas Valanciunas. He's been so good for the Pelicans right now. And what I hope they don't do is I hope they don't limit him in the wake of this losing streak and the wake of the way this season is going so far because he has been absolutely incredible. 19 points per game, 19.3, 14 rebounds per game, almost three assists. The more impressive thing, though, his three-point shooting kind of seems a little bit legit. It's a guy who's shooting 56.3%. It's unlimited attempts. 1.6 per game, but he's knocking him down. His release looks quicker. He just looks overall good. He's 9 of 16 on the season. 
Taking over one attempts per game, I dig from a guy like this. And that's something that maybe will pay dividends uh, long-term here in New Orleans with Zion coming back. And I will say, of all the flack we give Griff, you know, signing Valanciunas to that extension, a guy who has been gifted offensively and can score, looks like a very smart move. And that $15 million next season that he's going to make looks looks pretty cheap. I got no complaints about him or about um, that move from Griff. Other things we can complain about, but we'll have time to do that later in the week. And tomorrow, by the way, I want to talk about the Zion situation a little bit more. The weight stuff, the conditioning, let's dive into that. We're going to do the majority of the show in tomorrow's episode of Locked on Pelicans. About that, we'll also talk about the game tonight, which is against the Dallas Mavericks. We'll preview that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is also brought to you by Built Bar. I love Built Bar. I also love Thanksgiving, so combine them together. Thanksgiving, all that good food and treats, and there's so many of them, but maybe you want a delicious dessert that isn't so full of calories and sugar. So it's the perfect time for Built Bars. Built Bars is the new holiday dessert. Feast on something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of pie, upwards of 300 calories, and that's on the low end. Most Built Bars are only 130 calories, only 4 grams sugar, and they have plenty of protein, so they're healthy for you. So replace the coconut cream pie with a coconut Built Bar, or go for a raspberry Built Bar instead of that raspberry pie. There's tons of unbelievably delicious flavors to replace any pie. Low calorie, low carb, low fat, high in protein and covered in 100% real chocolate. It's a great option for when you're hungry. If Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, go for a built bar or two right now. So at your family gatherings, make sure you bring these to the table, share them around. They're going to thank you because you're having them eaten healthy while also eating something that's delicious. Plus it gets exciting on Black Friday with a new built sale. They're going to have surprises all month long and a Black Friday sale. So mark your calendar. Black Friday is going to be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. So go to built.com. Use promo code LOCK15. You're going to get 15% off your next order. Again, that is promo code LOCK15 for 15% off over at built.com all right thank you for making locked on pelicans your first listen every single day we're here five days a week and free no one else is doing that there's a lot of other pels podcasts out there none of them are every single day talking about what you want to know in the moment doesn't do you guys any good if it comes a week and a half later after big news breaks we're reacting to it in the moment able to kind of keep you informed on everything going on around this team and again it's interesting jackson hayes out of the rotation right now Sending him a message or not, we're going to see. We'll see if he gets into the game tonight. But I think that's kind of interesting. And no one else is talking about this stuff every single day. And for your second listen, go check out the Locked On Saints podcast for all your black and gold needs. So, the Pelicans road trip mercifully comes to an end tonight against the Dallas Mavericks on the road before they come back home for a little bit of a homestand. Maybe they kind of need that. But the Dallas Mavericks are going to be a bit of a tough team. This is a team that's 6-3 and three right now. They're third in the Western Conference, but they've been a little bit up and down. And I wouldn't say they look amazing, but maybe they're starting to kind of round into form. For the most part, their six wins have been kind of close. They just basically had a walk-off win against the Boston Celtics with a Luka Doncic three. They beat the San Antonio Spurs by a point in the game before that. They're not kind of running away with some of these, but meanwhile, their losses, their three losses, they've just been straight whipped in all of those most recently come into the Miami Heat on last Tuesday night they lost to Denver 106-75 and in their opening game they lost to the Atlanta Hawks 113-87 there's a theme in all three of those losses for the Dallas Mavericks 
they got to shoot poorly. If they shoot poorly, they tend to spiral really quickly and just kind of go down and it's just not their night and maybe they pack it in and that's something that New Orleans really, really needs. You've got Luka Doncic who does it all, 25 points per game. He's also grabbing eight boards and seven assists as uh, as well as a steal, but he's not shooting well. 29% 29% from three on eight attempts per game. They have a number of other guys that can be a little bit of boom or bust. Tim Hardaway Jr. is one of them. Um, Chris Stapps Porzingis just came back into the lineup form. He's been a little bit dicey. They have guys that can get hot, but if they're having an off night, well, then they're going to struggle. And when you look at their numbers, it kind of bears it out, right? They're 27 three-point shooting, shooting only 31%. So if New Orleans wants to win this one, Dear God, you need to not turn the freaking ball over and give this team fast break points. Dallas scores the second fewest amount of their offensive points in the fast break. They don't get out and run. So don't turn the ball over and gift them easy points. Force them into jumpers that they have a chance of missing. And if that happens, maybe New Orleans can at least keep this one close. New Orleans is good on the defensive glass. You know, they're about middle of the rank when it comes to steals. Dallas isn't a good offensive rebounding team, so I'm not worried about second-chance points here. It's turnovers and limiting the points off turnovers and fast-break opportunities for the Dallas Mavericks. I really think it's that simple. New Orleans can maybe keep in this one. It's going to be close going into the fourth quarter, hopefully. And If they do that and don't turn the ball over and just play smart, they'll have a chance. And right now for this Pelicans team that's 1-9, having a chance is like really all you can ask for. I'm not going to say they're going to win. I don't necessarily think they have a good chance of winning. But if they can keep it close, I think they can potentially just try and get in there and force Dallas to kind of beat themselves. Because that's what they do a lot of the time when it comes to the shooting. They can do that. We'll see. Maybe we'll be happy tomorrow talking about their second win of the season. By the way, the G League team has two. G League teams 2-0. They have more wins already than the Pelicans do. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans. We're going to talk more about Zion Williamson tomorrow, so make sure you make Locked on Pelicans your first listen every single day. Now, for your second listen, go check out Locked on Fantasy Basketball. Josh Lloyd hosts the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet. It's free and available on all platforms. Thank you all for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, and I'll be back with you all tomorrow.